CLNS Media, powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to CLNSmedia.com slash roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first deposit.
Hello. Oh, can you hear me? Hey. There we go. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Are are you still doing the post game show? Yeah. Cool. Can we get started. Cool. Uh, I'm not the host, so I'm just I'm just a caller. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Um. So yeah, I'm technically I'm co-hosting. Um, I'm Jack Jack Michael. Um, I don't know what's going on with Joel. Uh, I think he's still trying to get connected, so I don't know. He has control of, like the the calls and everything, so I can. We're 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 trying to we're having some technical difficulties, so trying to figure it out. Um, I'm glad you guys can hear me though. So, yeah, like I said, having some technical difficulties right now, trying to get in touch with Joel and Bobby as well. Um, so hopefully we'll get on in a couple minutes here. All right, that sounds good. You want me to put my phone on mute? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, if you don't mind. <laughs> you got it. Thank you.
Hello, Jack. Yeah, Joel. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, I was having. All right, I, was, I thought I was live. I was talking on the uh, using my computer, and I guess I wasn't live at all. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. No worries. Okay, um, let's try this again. <laughs> all right. Uh, give me one second here. All right. Let's try this one more time. All right, and just like that, the Celtics have won five in a row as they beat the Orlando Magic at TD Garden, 116-110. to 110. So welcome to the Steel on This Media Celtics postgame show. I am your host, Joel Pavone, and I'll be joined shortly by my co-host, Jack Michael. Don't forget to join in the conversation at 347-215-7771. That's 347-215-7771. Seven one. The call line is powered by BetOnline.ag with the NBA headed towards the All-Star break and the second half of the season is in full swing. Head over to BetOnline.ag and enter the promo CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag, your go-to for online betting. That's promo CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus. All right, lots of breakdown tonight. The Celtics once again beat the Orlando Magic 116 to 110 for the fifth one in a row. Celtics are now 35 and 15. But no Kemba Walker out with a soreness, knee soreness. Marcus Smart out with a hip injury. And Daniel Tice out with an ankle injury in this one. All three of them were out in this one as the Magic looked pretty solid for three and a half quarters before the Celtics. Pulled, in, pulled away in late in the fourth quarter. Uh, Jalen Brown looked like he might have twisted his ankle before the end of the game. So hopefully it's nothing nothing serious with uh, with Jalen. We got Jason Tatum, who uh, led all scores with 33 points, also grabbed eight rebounds, dished out five assists. Gordon Hayward had a typical Gordon Hayward game with 23 points. Seven rebounds and seven assists, while Jalen Brown added 18 points and five rebounds. <clears throat> Tonight was also the uh, first start for rookie, rookie Romeo Langford. Pretty solid um, performance. Six points on uh, four shot attempts and about 28 minutes of play. Uh, rookie Grant Williams off the bench has still been pretty solid these last few weeks. Added 13 points and six rebounds for the Rook. And, and of course, we can't forget Taco Fall, the fan favorite. <laughs> Played about a minute of action. That's always a crowd pleaser out of the TD Garden. Didn't score, but had one rebound. So it is what it is when it comes to Taco. On the flip side, we had uh, Evan Fournier, who led the uh, Magic with 26 points. He always he always plays solid against the Celtics. And Aaron Gordon, who added 23 points and 10 rebounds for a double-double. Nikola Vucevic also had a double-double with 12 points and 10 rebounds. And off the bench for the uh, Orlando Magic, Terrence Ross, who's a Celtics killer, with 18 points, 
for Mr. Rod. So uh, I'm going to bring in my co-host real quick here. Jack, what are some takeaways from this uh, Celtics win for their first victory in a row over the Orlando Magic? Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed watching this game. I mean, Jason Tatum, it seems like ever since he got you know selected as an all-star, he's been playing amazing. Um, and, and the shots he was hitting tonight, kind of the shot profile that he had was – was just incredibly fun. I mean, pull up threes. He was playing in the pick and roll. He was getting in the paint. You know, it was it, it was definitely fun to see after you know the first half of the season or the first part of the season where he was struggling so much from the outside or from the inside, excuse me. Um, and obviously, like you said, it was that classic corner, sort of Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum game, um, where all three of them were attacking and playing well and playing off each other, especially in a game with no Marcus Smart, no Kemba Walker, no Daniel Tice. Um, just you know, definitely a Definitely a nice little uh, win over a playoff team, albeit the eighth seed in the East. But I, I had a good time watching the game. Oh, definitely. It's uh, it's one of those. These are one of this this team, Orlando, is they 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 interest me for the fact that they match up well with the Celtics, and they've been a kind of a matchup nightmare for Brad Stevens over the last couple seasons. Yeah. And if things in the way they they look right now in the standings. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Orlando and the Celtics met up in the first round of the playoffs. What do you think about that matchup? I mean, we saw the we saw the Magic in the playoffs last year. Obviously, they didn't you know last too long against against the Raptors, but it would be a tough matchup because, like you said, the, the Magic always seem to play well against the Celtics. Um, as of now, I mean, they're the eighth seed. They could be catching up to the Nets in that seventh spot. Excuse me, and then. You know, it would it would be an interesting interesting matchup just because they do have the kind of guys that always do kill the Celtics. You mentioned Evan Fournier and Terrence Ross, and then a guy like Nikola Vucevic, who you know historically has also given the Celtics problems. So it would definitely be an interesting series. Um, I, I'd still take it over, you know, that four five series or even a three six series because you know those are the series where you got to take on the Pacers and the Sixers most likely. So I'd rather you know I'd like to avoid those if uh, if possible in the first round. <laughs> Well, most definitely, most definitely. Um, another thing I want to take away from this game is uh, the fact that with three key rotation guys out, the Celtics were still able to uh, to win this game, uh, even though it was a close game pretty much the entire game. What do you think going forward? You know, can the, can Brad Stevens still rely on, on rookies like Grant Williams and tonight, for example, Romeo Langford? I mean, yeah, like Grant, Grant over the past couple of games, over the past stretch has been playing amazing. I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a vocal uh, anti-Ennis Cantor guy. Um, so, you know, any time that, you know, Grant is playing on the floor over Ennis and he's playing well is a time that I'm enjoying watching. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, it's been great to see Grant play really well, especially after his struggles earlier in the season. Um, but he's, he's playing great. Like you just see it, you just see it every time he goes out on the floor, he never does anything wrong. Like his basketball IQ is incredibly high. Um, and for a guy, his size, especially, you know, he shot three or four from three tonight. So that was nice as well. But for a guy, his size, being able to kind of mix it up with bigger guys, you know, being able to guard a guy like Mo Bamba, but then also being able to guard, you know, for stretches, someone like um, Terrence Ross, you know, on the perimeter. So it's, it's, it's nice to see that, you know, that kind of positional, like, versatility that he has, along with his high basketball IQ on both ends of the floor. With um, Miami pulling off a trade for Andre Iguodala, 
uh, reportedly uh, by uh, by Woj now uh, hasn't been finalized. But do you think the Celtics will do a small trade, or, or they're still going to just be relying on the uh, buyout market? Do you think the Celtics need to add a piece or two going forward? Yeah, I've been I've been kind of vocal this season about you know not not wanting to have to make a um, like an emergency sort of trade, uh, something that you know maybe you don't necessarily need to do, uh, like like a, a lateral move for another big where you kind of consolidate say Ennis Cantor and Daniel Tice into another big man like a Clint Capella uh, who was traded last night. Um, so I've kind of been vocally against that the entire season, and I'm going to keep that. Uh, I'm going to continue being vocally against it. Um, I, I don't think that the Celtics need to make any sort of panic trade or make any sort of move that would, you know, kind of jeopardize what they've built so far in the season. Um, that being said, if they do make a move, obviously, you know, it'll be, you know, Danny Ainge saying this will make the team better. So I'll, I'll, I'll trust it if it's not, you know, egregiously bad from the start. So we'll see. You can join the conversation with us here at 347-215-7771. That's 347-215-7771. What do you think, Jack? Should we uh, go to some, some callers here and uh, see what they got to say about tonight's Celtics win? Yeah, let's get it going. All right. Let's 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 check here. Let's check in with 617. All right, 617. Hey, fellas, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, fellas, this is uh, Chuba. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, What's going on there, Chuba? Not much. I got to say tonight's game was was really entertaining. Uh, I like how Jason Tatum went off in the second half, and, you know, Gordon Haywood had a strong game. And one of the things that I was – one of the things that I was really looking forward to was uh, seeing Romeo Langford in the starting lineup. I mean, that, that was a big surprise for me. So I was kind of excited to see what it was like for him uh, with the starters. And he he did not disappoint. You know, he you know for his first start in his NBA career, he did pretty good on it. And Brad Stevens even gave him some uh, crunch time minutes. Uh, which was really surprising. Um, but like I said, you know, he did pretty good. Not bad for his first start. And then another thing that also I found interesting was, um, you know, Grant Williams continues to impress me a lot. I mean, just his maturity off the court, but also making plays on the court, rebounding, and he even hit a couple threes off the bench. So, Really glad to see him progressing. I got a lot of hope for this Celtic team. Would I like to see them healthy? I would definitely like to see them healthy. But at this point, you know, I'm willing to take whatever they can give. Um, As long as we don't fall beneath the fourth seed, I'd like to see us get home court advantage in the first round. Um, And I don't think we're going to fall out the top four seed. So, Hopefully, you know, we stay healthy enough to lock up the third or the fourth seed, take on Philly, beat them, and then we'll see what happens after that. But I'm really excited to see how the Celts end the season. I got a lot of hope. Hopefully, all we can do is stay healthy. 
No, no, I definitely agree with everything that you that you have mentioned. Um, the Celtics are the, right now they're in a tight race for that second seed. Uh, I mean, I mean we can, I'm assuming right now that no one's gonna catch Milwaukee, and that's okay. No, no that's that's not the worst thing in the world. So I mean, going forward, um, the Celtics are obviously gonna be fighting for that second seed. You know, Miami's making moves. Uh, according to Woj here, they look like they're they're trying to pull up a trade for Gallinari from OKC. So Miami's mm-hmm. not done. So yep. uh, the the Celtics gonna have to battle with Miami. With uh, Indiana, you have to battle with even the Sixers for that for that second seed. You know, I don't five know more games. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but the Sixers have they have their share of problems. Like Al Horford came oh, no, out today and said, Al Horford came out today and said, "Oh, we got we got issues in the locker room, but we're going to keep that internal." So. Seems like they're having some problems, and you know a lot of people. And I've been listening to the Philly station, radio station, and you get a lot of people saying, you know, Embiid and Simmons, you know, they don't, you know, they're not, they don't really have their head in the game. They're trying to be celebrities, and their style of play don't match. Embiid is more of a half court guy. Simmons is more of a, you know, transition guy, and it's just like this team. It seems like it's imploding. I don't know, man. You got people saying they need to fire the coach and trade out Horford. But I don't know, man. I mean, I think this team, I really think this team will do well against the Sixers. So you wouldn't mind seeing the Sixers in the first round, for example? No, not at all, man. Not at all. (laughs) How about you? That's that's, that's confidence. That's confidence. I mean, me, me personally, if they're healthy, I mean that's a that's a tough that's a tough um, matchup for it to be in the first round. I mean they don't play well on the road, or well, they haven't been playing well on the road at least so far this season. So yeah. if the Celtics were to match up against the Sixers in the first round, Celtics would have the the home court advantage. So you know I'm going to give the edge to the Celtics, but it, I don't think it's going to be you know in in four or five games. No, probably what do you think not. Jack? Probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, to that point, though, I mean, if the, if the Celtics – the Celtics right now are in the third slot in the Eastern Conference. They're a game and a half behind Toronto after their win tonight um, out of that second spot. I think, you know, kind of the ideal situation would be in that 2-3 bracket um, with the Pacers and Heat or Raptors – or, with excuse me, with the Sixers and Raptors being in that 4-5 slot. Um, because then you avoid, you know, Milwaukee and then potentially, you know, the Heat end of 76ers until a potential Eastern Conference Finals. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm not not confident in this team in the playoffs, but it's just, you know, kind of maximizing the opportunity to get more playoff experience while also, you know, not seeing either of those teams in the first or second round. Um, kind of would be like my personal best outcome for this team. Most definitely. Any, uh, any last thoughts there, Kula? Uh yeah, what do you guys think of Grant Williams? You, do you like him so far? You know, it's interesting because I was talking to a friend and he said he said something really interesting. He said Grant Williams is what Yabu Sully was supposed to be. What do you guys hmm. think of that? No, that's uh that's interesting. 
because if uh, if if Grant Williams was Yabuselli's uh, height, he'd be the perfect player for the Celtics right now. And I'm not saying that that uh, Williams is, is hasn't been hasn't been great this season because he has, but he is undersized for what he does. He is. He is. That's and, true. You know, he's very talented. Has a high IQ. Doesn't play like a rookie. Doesn't act like a rookie. So those those are those are plus those are bonuses in his in his favor, but if he just was a few inches taller, you know he'd be he'd be he'd probably having a lot more playing time and he'd probably start some of these games as well. Right. What are your thoughts, Jeff? Right. I mean, I mean, I know you said nothing but good things about him earlier, but you know, interesting take when it comes yeah, to I mean, uh, what Yabuselli should have been. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, you know. It, it, who was in, you know, a mid first round pick that, you know, is now working out for us as opposed to Yavaselli who kind of didn't work out. Um, and I, like, I, I agree. Like, you know, he, he's definitely playing a lot better than Yavaselli ever did, but I think there are, there are differences. I think, you know, Grant was kind of more of a known thing coming out of college. Um, I think the Yavaselli pick was more of a Danny trying to save salary. So he picked a guy that wouldn't come over for a while or that he could just stash in the G league for a while and not put on the team. Um, you know, I think, like I said, Grant Williams for, for his size, and like I said before, you know, his basketball IQ is off the charts on both ends of the court. He doesn't do anything wrong on the court. And, you know, he can even guard bigger guys um, and get those rebounds when needed. So, you know, I agree, though. It, it, he's definitely better than Yamaselli. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, Cuba, for the, for the phone call, man. And I know you're an avid listener, and we appreciate that. No problem. Have a good night, guys. You too, brother. All right, we're going to go to Are you there? All right. I think we lost. Hello? Well, can you hear me? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, no worries. All right. Yeah. So, um, I think a great takeaway, another takeaway from this game and the Celtics in the last two or three weeks is that, that Brad Stevens, no matter how many guys go down, he's still able to to call upon someone or 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 rely on 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 it, whoever to step up to step up and they have so you know some might say you know let's not let's not mess with the chemistry 
you know, considering how important chemistry we saw last season, how how important chemistry can be. And this time around, you know, we're less than 24 hours away from the trade deadline. You know, should the Celtics even even mess with this? What do you think, Jack? I mean, yeah, and like you know, like I sort of mentioned before, I think you know, staying put is is kind of the better move here. Um, just you got such a good thing going um, to kind of just throw that away for, you know, I don't want to call it a desperation move or a desperation trade, but, you know, that's probably what it would be. Um, You know, when you have, you know, rookies that are playing well, when you have guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown that are playing so well, and when you have guys that are still, you know, injured, even in the midst of a good stretch, I don't think a move like that um, is, is something that you need to do, especially, you know, like some of the guys they were targeting, obviously he was traded already, Clint Capella, but um, anyone along those lines that kind of has, you know, mid to high salary over the next bunch of years, but also is um, on a longer contract. You don't need that if you're the Celtics right now, right? Obviously Jason Tatum's extension is coming up next year. And that's something that I think um, most Celtics fans are going to want to get done and, uh, and, and have him be extended on. Um, So, you know, just to, just to be sure, you know, you can get that done and, and maintain that salary flexibility over the next couple of years as Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum kind of enter their primes um, is something that is definitely important. So making one of these desperation moves for a guy that's on a longer contract or a guy like a Clint Capella that's making 15 to $20 million, I don't think is something that's necessary, um, especially with how well the team has been playing. Are you concerned at all about uh, the health of this roster going forward? I mean, tonight we did see, you know, Jalen Brown kind of tweaked his ankle. Hopefully it's nothing serious. But, like, if, you know, another another core five, you know, go down, one of the one of the core five go down, then, then it's all up to, like, you know, Gordon Haywood or Jason Tatum to lead the pack here. What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on the health? Yeah, it's been it's been a rough season, hasn't it? I mean, Kemba's missed more games this season than he has in like the past five years or something like that. Um, and, you know, obviously Marcus Smart goes down every so every few weeks with something else, something or another. Enes Cantor missed a bunch of time. Uh, Romeo has been, you know, even though he's been in the G League, he's had ankle issues the whole season. Uh, obviously Gordon with the hand, and and you know I could go down the list, but it's just been a very very tough season injury wise. Um, so you know. We'll, we'll see if, where that takes us, but it's, it's, you know, here's praying that it gets better um, over the next couple of weeks here. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't lying. 347-215-7771 uh, <laughs> is our calling line. That's 347-215-7771. I'm going to take another phone call here. Let's see, uh, 413. Let's see. Uh, just listening, you're on the air. thank you. Just listening, thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, 617. You're on the line. You're on the air. He, he already got me on the line. So oh, I, all right. Already... Sorry, bro. You're right. I thought you were another nah. 617. My bad. No, nah, that's cool. 201, just listening. I want to comment on uh, the Celtics win here. Oh, guess you just want to listen as well. 
Okay. Celtics, uh, once again, 116 to 110, beat the Orlando Magic at home. Another another home win for the Celtics, which is always a good thing. We're going to look ahead here a little bit. As the Celtics say, their next matchup would be on Friday against the Atlanta Hawks. Also, that's also a home game before they head out to Oklahoma City to take on the Thunder. That's the uh, early Sunday afternoon game. And then they'll head over to the Houston Rockets. They'll head over to Houston to play the Rockets, the small ball Rockets, on Tuesday night. That's a national televised game before they uh, wrap up the uh, the unofficial first half of the season against the Clippers at home next Thursday, which is also on TNT. So looking forward to these matchups. Jack, what do you think uh, can the Celtics, considering, you know, their injuries, uh, no word on when Kemba Walker's coming back, uh, is Daniel Tyson probably out for another game or two, and still no word on Marcus Smart. How, how does this play out for the next five games? Yeah, I mean, they have a chance, you know, to against the Hawks, obviously, on Friday to, to kind of get a, another – easier game in um but you know obviously going into the all-star break you always want to end on sort of a higher note um against you know and coming up these games against you know some of the better teams obviously rockets clippers thunder are decent and then the lakers i think oh the lakers after the all-star break my mistake um you know you always want to be able to rack up wins um especially going into the all-star break so you know obviously some important games coming up um you know clippers at home Rockets on the road, so you're definitely going to want to get you know. Well, obviously you're going to want to win the game, but um, um, you're going to want to be able to to not get injured more as well, like you mentioned. Um, with the All Star break coming up, though, that does give the guys a chance, at least the ones that are not playing in the games, to to rest up, um, have some time off, and hopefully heal up as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you you nailed it when it in terms of like momentum. I know, I know they they'll have you know more than a week off following uh, All Star Weekend. Um, you know, chance for guys to heal up, but you know, with the uh, trade deadline once again less than 24 hours away, I mean, you're hoping, or you're just you know you're looking at the standings in terms of like you know which teams have improved their rosters, which teams stood pat. And you know, so on and so forth. How how does the 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 rest of the season play out for the Celtics in terms of grabbing that second seed? Do you see it as a as an easy task, or is it going to be a, a dogfight down the stretch? Yeah, I mean, I think the Celtics have what? One, I think they have one game against the Raptors left. Um, the Raptors, who actually have won 12 games in a row now. Um, but, you know, they have one game against the Raptors left. Uh, they're currently a game and a half behind. Um, it's going to take the Raptors, you know, obviously losing some games down the stretch of the season for the Celtics to be able to catch them in that, in that second slot. 
Um, and, you know, with the way that they've been playing recently, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, the game tonight, obviously, and I think the Raptors scored 11 straight points to close out the game against the, the, the Pacers. They scored a, they hit a three with maybe seven or eight seconds left uh, to seal the game. So the Raptors are playing incredibly well right now. Um, so, you know, to be in that bracket with them and to kind of be neck and neck with them down the stretch is, is definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, like I said, though, the Celtics just got to rack up wins where they can. Uh, the Raptors are a team, I think, that are maybe – I forget what the stat was, but they're incredibly good against teams that are under 500. Uh, they win the games that they're, quote-unquote, supposed to win. Um, so this, the Celtics, to, to catch them, to even have a chance of catching them, they're going to have to take care of business just like the Raptors do. Um, and, you know, that's a, kind of a tall ask, especially with the health of this team. But it's it's something that's going to have to happen if the Celtics want to get that second seed. Yeah. So do you, do, who who would you mind, you know, the Celtics playing in the in the first round? If you had, if you, if it was up to you, for example, who 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 would you who would you who would you wouldn't mind, and you think the Celtics would just have an easy time with in the first round? Well, then, so the reason I think that second seed is most important is because, you know, you, you look at the top six in the East, it's obviously Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, Pacers, Sixers right now. But once you get past that, there's a, there's a seven and a half game difference between this pace, the Sixers who are the sixth seed right now and then the Nets who are the seventh seed. Um, so I'm looking at, you know, obviously getting a top two seed and you play either the, probably the Nets or the Magic uh, in the first round. And I think that would be obviously a much easier ask than playing against, you know, the uh, the Sixers and the Pacers in the first round, or even the Heat. So th- that's who I'm looking at as far as first round opponents go. Is is one of those seven or eight uh, the Nets or the Raptors? Or, I mean Nets or the um, Magic on stage. Celtics once again beat the Orlando Magic one sixteen to one ten. And uh, I I quickly wanted to talk about Gordon Haywood. He's been a uh, huge topic of discussion on these on these shows, on these post-game shows. And tonight, I felt like it was a, a great Gordon Haywood night, you know, when you consider the injury the injury to his hand beginning of the season and that stretch that he had way before, right before he injured his hand. And then him coming back, you know, earlier than expected. And then sort of uh, kind of been in, in, inconsistent. But I feel like, as you know, the last – Two or three weeks, he's going. He's becoming the same Gordon Hayward, or close to Gordon Hayward that we saw prior to the hand injury. What do you? What are your thoughts on on, on Gordon Hayward, and 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 do you think that you know he, he maintains this consistency going forward? Because it, it's a huge plus when you got someone like Kemba Walker out or, or Marcus Smart even. He's running, you know, he's he's running the point guard position, making plays out there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's not quite to the level of play that he was at um, at the beginning of the season before his hand injury, but I'm I'm very encouraged by the way Gordon Hayward's been playing. Um, I I enjoy watching him personally, like as a player, and then it's it, it's just been you know a pleasure to watch as he's you know kind of come back from the hand injury. He had a little bit of a rough stretch, but you know he can be used as kind of a third guard out there. Um, whenever the Celtics play, like you saw tonight, obviously Romeo Langford started. Um, and in that starting lineup, the Celtics didn't really have a true guard, quote-unquote. Um, so to see that was very nice. Um, you know, he can handle the ball-handling duties. He can be sort of another facilitator out on the floor. He's a very good passer. He can initiate plays. He's good out of the pick-and-roll. So it's just, you know, it's just another weapon, another tool that the Celtics have going, going you know, down the stretch of the season here that, you know, 
if he can get better, if he can get better on the ball, and if he can, you know, kind of get to that level of play he was at before the injury, that would be a huge plus for the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, to, I, I mean, I, I mentioned at the top of the show, but you know, it's worth mentioning again: twenty-three points, seven rebounds, seven assists. Like that's 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 a pretty pretty solid game, solid performance from Gordon Hayward, and uh, I know a lot of his playing time at the point guard position, pretty much, you know, playing the point slash forward uh, position out there for for Brad Stevens, and you know, we don't know when Kemba Walker is going to come back. You know, it's still, you know, that's still up in the air. And, and, and now Marcus Smart is also out for who knows how long. So, I, I mean, he, Brad's going to have to kind of rely on his on his younger guys, you know, even even this, despite what Danny Ainge said earlier in the week that he feels like there might be, you know, quote, too many young guys on this on this roster. But, I mean, so far it's been, it's been paying dividends as uh, the season progresses here. You know, 35 and, and, and 15 so far this season. And you've been you've been battling with you know between the second, the third, and the fourth seed. You haven't gone any further than that, and, and for the most part, um, they've been that second seed. And, and 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 many consider this team, this roster, the second best team in the Eastern Conference because of their depth and because of what so many guys have proven time and time again. I mean. I don't. I don't know what else you can ask from from this team, considering their injuries that they've, they've had to battle through so far this season. Um, do you think there's anything else that they they need to like improve on going forward, other outside of health? Obviously, you can't control that. But what do you what, what are your thoughts on on anything that that, that needs they need to improve on before this little stretch here up to the All Star game and post All Star game break? Yeah, I mean, something that, that's been an issue, something that was an issue tonight, I thought, was, was the turnovers. Um, they turned the ball over, it seemed to be, a lot tonight. I didn't look at the, the box score for turnovers yet, but uh, just kind of by my eye, it looked, it looked like that. Um, I'd love to be wrong. <laughs> but well, that's, 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 that's 13 one thing. turnovers tonight. 13 turnovers tonight. And then Orlando, uh, Boston had 13 turnovers. Orlando had 17 turnovers tonight. So, yeah, well, a lot, I mean, a lot not, of turnovers. <laughs> not terrible. Not terrible, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's just something I would have liked to improve on tonight. It, at least it looked like it. I think it was more in the first half, uh, and they kind of cleaned it up by the end of the game. Um, but this is something – I think there's only the fourth game or fifth game I've done post-game on this season, so I haven't really had a chance to say it. But I'm I'm having a blast watching this team play um, when you compare it to last year. So, like, there's not really much that I could see um, that, that, that can really be improved upon. That's um, – Maybe I'm not smart enough to to answer that question at the moment, but and I'm fine admitting that. But um, it's it, it's just been very fun to watch them. They're playing very well. Um, there are very few games that that I've seen where I've saw, I've thought that they've done things that you know kind of shot themselves in the foot or or they could have played better things along those lines. And and it's just a, it's just a very different team than what it was last year. Um, and and I'm having very much fun watching it. And, and you know, like I said, not much I'm I'm looking at that I could see that that I'd like for them to improve upon. Yeah, there's more general shot. consensus. In every shot. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they just there's been a general consensus all all season where whoever's been hosting or whoever's been co-hosting uh, on this on this program is that they've been so much fun to watch. And you know whether they're blowing out teams or whether they're down and they, they, you know, they make the valiant effort to come back and rally back. And it's been, uh, this team has been quite, quite interesting. And 
very fun to watch, uh, considering what what the team was a season ago. And I think I speak for a lot of Celtics fans that at the beginning of this season, you kind of you kind of were like you know as, as as an avid Celtics fan watcher, you're 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 just like what if, as long as it's better than last year. That's kind of was like the, the the general thought process going into the season. And and despite you know on paper the Celtics not having you know the talent compared to last season, I feel like this team is really surprising a lot of the naysayers, even even the, even the avid Celtics fan. It's like wow, the team was a lot better than than I thought they were. Um, do you feel the same way? And uh, you know, outside of you know them being fun to watch, do you think that uh, it, they, they've they've surprised a lot of a lot of people this season? I mean, I can yeah, I can echo that exact point. They definitely surprised me um, as someone who you know, obviously coming into this season, I did not think they would be as good as they were last year. Um, I thought they lost obviously a lot of talented players, um, but but. So to kind of see them, you know, kind of thrive, uh, even even you know, with with the quote unquote loss of talent, has been definitely fun for me to watch. And I said it before, you know, I'm having a lot of fun watching the team this season. Um, you know, last season I kind of I kind of fell out of following it as closely as I was, um, not just due to the fact that the team was a little worse than we thought, but you know, other things as well um, in life. But but it's it's been a lot of fun getting back into it this season and kind of kind of following along, you know, the team is very fun. Guys like Grant Williams, guys like Marcus Smart coming back. It's, it's just been incredibly fun. Um, I'm going to keep saying that word fun, by the way, <laughs> you know, it so, is. Yeah, it's it's, true. It's true. yeah, but, but that's, that's really the only way to describe it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. You can see it in, in, uh, on the court, you know, guys are laughing, guys are joking around, guys are, you know, having fun, uh, you know, making, making, you know, great plays and, and, and rooting for each other when, when you know when Grant Williams was was Oprah whatever from the three point line and he finally made his first three and then and now he's like he's shooting like lights out from out there and and that's that's always a that's infectious that's that makes you know for good chemistry and for and obviously yeah. winning cares all right but at the same time <laughs> you know they're they're winning but then they're having fun and then they they're they're you know rooting for each other and. And then we just that's something that we necessarily didn't see, you know, a season ago, despite all the talent that this team had. Uh, once again, the Celtics beat the the Orlando Magic one sixteen to one ten. They are now thirty five and fifteen on the season. They are they have the third best record in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, um, we're going to be keeping an eye on any you know potential trades that the Celtics may or may not do. Um, obviously, the rest of the East, you know, there there's rumors of of different moves or possible trades that could go down. Um, I did want to bring up one quick uh, report that I saw um, earlier in the day, and I also saw it last night. With the Capella trade, uh, Evan Turner got moved to – he was part of that, you know, 14-player swap there between, you know, four different teams. The, the Evan Turner now is a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves, but it, it looks like he's going to negotiate a buyout with the, the team and the Celtics – you know, reportedly could be interested in, in, in Evan Turner. Would you would you mind seeing Evan Turner back in the Celtics jersey? And and do you think he'd be helpful, even though he's not that great of a shooter? I mean, so when when Evan Turner was on the team, I was a big fan of him. Um, so not you know not a hundred percent for the basketball reasons. Just he was a fun guy to have on the team. He was you know fun in post game interviews. He was a good teammate to the young guys. 
Yeah, there you go. Have fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, but but you look back. I mean, when he was on the team, they were having fun, right? It was it was that 2014, yeah, true, 2015 true. time frame, you know. So yeah. so there it you know there it is again. The fun the fun Celtics are back. So I mean, yeah. the, the, while I ne- while I wouldn't necessarily want him back on the team for basketball reasons, I'd probably want him on the team for more. Uh, selfish personal reasons where we, you know, it would just have a <laughs> fun guy, you know, back on the team and who, a guy who I like as a player um, and a guy who could, you know, be a positive locker room presence. But the, the problem, unfortunately that arises with that is uh, you got to figure out who to dump for that. Cause the Celtics don't have a roster spot open right now. So someone, you know, maybe like semi, semi or, or even Vincent Poirier could, you know, find themselves on the chopping block if uh if if that were to happen so you know like i said while i would enjoy having him back um maybe not the best move for the celtics right at this moment cool jack i want to thank you once again for uh being my co-host tonight uh i apologize for it was a pleasure difficulties but you know um it was a pleasure to work with you and i hope i work with you again in the future where can they uh where can the celtics fans Catch you on 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 Twitter. What is your what's your handle? Promote yourself a little bit there. Yep. So it's Jack underscore Michael seventeen. All right. That's Jack underscore Michael seventeen on Twitter. Uh, once again, I just want to say thank you for being my co-host tonight. The Celtics once again win one sixteen to one ten to beat the Orlando Magic at home at the TD Garden. That's their fifth win in a row. Next game will be on a Friday. Um, look forward to whoever's hosting that night after the they play the Hawks. And just want to say thank you for our listeners and our callers. And I think that's it. I guess, you know, any final thoughts before we uh, we get up out of here on, on this game, Jack? No, like I said, I had a great time watching this game. It was very fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, hoping just hoping for another couple wins before the All Star break. Uh, you know, we can kind of take a break, get to watch Jason Tatum oh. and Kemba Walker do some fun things. Hell yeah! The word of the day, fun. Remember that. Fun. There you go. <laughs> Every day. Where is it? All right. That will do it for this uh, edition of the CLNS Celtics post game show. I am Joel Pabone. You can catch me on the Causeway Street podcast, one of the many podcasts on the CLNS media network and from jack and myself that's gonna do it for us wrap things up here thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time your first choice for internet sports talk radio CLNS Radio. This is CLNS Radio, the home of Internet Sports Talk Radio.